version 2.0. I am Dan. This is episode 169. Yeah. That's the truth. You guys aren't, you're not going to bite on that? <laughs> it is 169. Well, yeah, was that a question? Are you telling us? I don't know. Isn't there a little bit of uh, uh, induendo with that number? I don't know. It's just, maybe I'm old. That's what it is. It's too early in the morning. Yeah, not enough, not enough coffee. <laughs> So here we are. Jesse's here, the graduate. What's up, guys? So, uh, well, of course, the other, the other, the other two guys are here. As yeah, well. I'm here. Nick's here. <laughs> Nick and Justin. <laughs> so, Jesse, how's the job search going, man? Dan, the job search is actually going great because I've got a job. No way. And I start work tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, Seriously? You, uh... <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that was fast. That was fast. Yes, very fast turnaround. You're the envy of a lot of uh, recent engineering graduate students, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, because I know when, like three weeks ago, I went uh, when we all actually graduated, I know only like four people in my class had jobs, so wow, I'm sure there's a lot of people still out there looking. Well, that's cool, man. So uh, now that you've got the job, you're going to start looking for a house. Be sure to get one with a extra room, because um, I might want to come live with you or something. Oh, a little like vacation house for you? A little vacation house be nice in the back, yeah, maybe on top visit. of the garage. On top of the garage, maybe. Yeah, literally, literally on top of the garage, maybe. There's <laughs> <laughs> a tarp and a pillow. Yeah. Well, the pillow might be extra. I don't know if that comes with the vacation home. So um, last week, no show. Hmm. One of us was sick. We don't want to and, name names. Not to name names. <laughs> nah, dude, I was. I still kind of have it. It's not nearly as bad, but I have not been able to shake whatever the hell I picked up in Orlando. Dude, that's been over a month. I know. I don't know. I mean, you sound a million percent better, but last week you sounded like death. I was, (laughs) I topped out at 103 and I was, I, I, for Uh. some reason, I thought I had a phone call with a listener's wife, but I don't think I did. But I swear to God, it was it's as vivid as this conversation we're having right now. I don't know if I did or not. I know we- <laughs> oh, jeez. That's how bad it was. I was it was rough. I, well, mean, I, was- I don't mean to point out the obvious, but I would really want to know if I had a phone call with someone else's wife. Yeah, I feel exactly. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm that's sure kind of really know too. important. <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're pretty sure it didn't happen. Let's leave it at that. I looked at my I looked at my phone log and I don't see any numbers. I, if if you knew the contents of the call, it would you would have known it was a dream. I dude, I it, I know exactly what we were t- we were talking about. And it, I swear to God, it 
it, uh, it, it's uh, something special we're doing for one of our listeners. And, and, um, and anyway, I don't think I had, I, I thought I did, but I don't think I did. I don't know. So it was a rough week. I'm not going to lie, but, uh, it's been rough. So what the heck, man, what's been going on? Anybody even getting any flying in? Of course. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone have, has Dan been flying? Well, let me tell you, the blade is no longer in a box. Does that count yes. for anything? You've moved to step you number two. <laughs> <laughs> See, can't shake it. It's still there. It's not nearly as bad. I, um, I've graduated to step two. I uh, have been simming, though. Does that count? Oh, wow. nice, dude. Nice. What sim? Uh, I am st- I'm still using real flight, but I am... Now that I've got a MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. I acquired this last week. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I'm going to go ahead and just probably just buy another copy of that uh, next sim, so I can just kind of chillax in the lazy boy, watch TV, and kind of sim at the same time. Right? Heck yeah! Something sort of happened with that. I mean, everyone seems to be adopting that that sim. I know, right? Well, I, I think it has a lot to do with the Mac thing. It's yeah, just, I, I it's think so it does. It's so convenient. We all use Macs. You know, it's just, I don't know. It seems like the natural choice. Yeah. Well, and it flies. I mean, for me, that's the, it's still got some pretty blatant glitches on the, like the switches, you know, the idle up switching and the throttle hold. It, it's like you'll, you'll get it programmed and it'll say it's working and eh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but once you get the model in the air, it, it flies great. I mean, fantastic! And oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jesse, did you did you pick it up? I have not purchased it yet. I've been doing the little two minute uh, trial well, version. So I'm pretty sure within the next week mm-hmm. I'm gonna get it. If you want to go half and half on it, no, oh, I'd be game. Yeah, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, because it's just now that, especially now that I got the MacBook, it's. Uh, it's just too damn convenient to just leave the controller on the on the, the coffee table next to the chair, right? Just sit down and do some simming. Yep. I, w- I wish I still had my real flight controller. <laughs> you don't? What What'd happened you do to it? <laughs> uh, well, I I put it in the car. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing the yeah. text message on this. Yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah, 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 I put it in the car to bring it to work because I was simming at work. And I, I put the transmitter inside the car, but it was dark outside and the cable never made it inside the car. <laughs> and, uh, <Nice>. yeah. <laughs> so I had a little bit of road rash. Uh, a little a bit. Little. But, God, the, the best was... You know, it the transmitter's sitting about in the mi- middle of the back seat in the BMW. And we go around this corner. You know, I got my kids uh, sitting in the front to run them up to school because I had a bunch of stuff in the in the back seat. So we go around the corner, and all of a sudden, you know that sound like something really big falls over or topples over? Mm-hmm. That's the sound I got out of the back seat. And I'm like, I look back, and I see that the transmitter's over by the door. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. It just tipped over, but God, that was a really, that was a big sound for just a real flight transmitter falling over. Didn't think anything of it. Well, it (laughs) dawned on me what happened later on. When I turned the corner, I drove over the cable 
like with the tire, and it oh. <laughs> it tried to stay, so it actually sucked the transmitter all the way from the center of the back seat over to the door. <laughs> Bang on the side of the door. Dude, I gotta tell you when you when you first sent the picture of the USB like plug in end, I couldn't recognize it. I like I was zooming in. I'm like, what the hell is that? It was yeah. completely destroyed. So, so, but that's that's all right though. I mean, you have the wireless, right, or the adapter for your Futaba, don't you? Uh, well, no. I mean, that, I was using that one for the next sim. But what I decided, so no, I ordered the Hobby King's got like a, the USA warehouse has in stock. Well, I don't know if it's in stock, but they normally carry it. It's got like an $8 SIM adapter. Um, I, I think it, it's for like the Aerofly. I think the one is they, that they advertise it for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's just a generic one. And no, I've been using the 10J after that little incident. I mean... <laughs> Does that still have the standard Futaba trainer port on it, like the same as the 8FG? Yes, it does. And the, okay. that adapter comes with, like, all of them. So oh, it's nice. got a Spectrum, the big round Futaba. It's got a whole, uh, pretty much all the different. Anything you could need. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if, you know, like we are talking about the switching thing. I don't know if different, maybe different SIM adapters work better. It seemed like the real flight. The real flight interlink uh, did seem to work a little bit better than the setup that I've got now, but you know, I honestly I don't really care. But I just, the one that you were going to get at Hobby King, it is wireless. You said no. This one is wired. The, they do have a. I think it's like a sixteen-in-one adapt wireless adapter where you just plug one of your receivers into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but that one wasn't in stock in the U.S. warehouse. Well, let me know because I've been messing around on the side with converting or doing a, a sort of a a do-it-yourself wireless adapter. Oh, really? Yeah. And Dude. I think I've got it working. So oh. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted if you're interested. And if it actually does work, maybe I'll do a tech tip on it too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That nice. would be way cool. It's not necessarily cheaper because of Futaba, just as a heads up, but it's cool to, you know, it's winter. I'm just screwing with crap. I'm just maybe looking not, for stuff to break. Maybe not your Futaba, but my Futaba is very affordable. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that might change it. All right. Which, by the way, I'm really digging. I Your new uh, 10J, huh? Yep. I can already, I I can already think of the first mod. I'm just gonna mod the shit out of this thing, dude. Like I feel like uh, I'm so burnt out on trying radios. This one ergonomically fits just fine. So that's any feature it doesn't have. Well, then, damn it, we're gonna add it. We'll make it. Yeah. So it pretty much has to work. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Pretty much. Well, it's got you know it has the voice feature for the telemetry. Like you can flip a switch and it'll call out whatever you want it to call out and uh, the timer for the telemetry and all of the audible stuff. But that only works if you're plugged into the headphone jack on the back. So I am going to tear it apart inside. And I was talking with Justin about this. I'm going to end up adding my own speaker on the front of the radio opposite of the little dial 
on the other side. I'm going nice. to add my own speaker there yep. with a audible telemetry alarm. I think that will really kind of top off the... In other uh, words, you're basically going to tap into the headphone jack that would be telling you audio telemetry in your ear and just run it through a speaker. Correct. Yeah. We yeah. still got to figure out what speaker it is, but I think it, it can work. Yeah, I don't see why not. Doesn't seem like too huge of a project. Yeah. Past that, you know, I found an old Gen Zace LIFE pack that's just like drop in. I mean, drop in. Went up from 1500 milliamp four cell nickel metal hydride to 1900 milliamp uh, 6.6 volt LIFE. So, I mean, I, I haven't, I rarely charge it now. I'm really happy with it. Nice. Any, so do you have the telemetry stuff yet? Uh, no, I have not. I do not have the telemetry stuff yet. Okay. I've been uh, focusing more on uh, this last week was kind of, I was trying out the Vortex again. I said I would revisit it in the spring. Well, I am. Um, which, by the way, the beta for the governor, if you guys have one, uh, definitely try it. I mean, definitely. He did a fantastic job on the eGov. I mean, really, really good. I would say that it's on par with the V-Bar governor. Oh, wow. Yeah, really good. Um, the, you know, putting the Vortex on the, on the Raptors, I kind of yielded the same results. It's really weird, but the one thing that I have had issues with with that is the tail and i know everyone was like what you would think that that would be the one thing that you wouldn't have any issues with would be the tail uh being that it's a spartan but yeah it's just it seems like there's a very 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 narrow tuning range um as far as gains and mechanical versus electronic gain and it's just i I don't know i i ended up actually swapping it over to the goblin 500 and it's way better. I was getting some tail whipping before. Uh, that is about 80% gone. And uh, no other negative tail symptoms. The cyclic's perfectly fine. Uh, no issues there. Seems very tunable. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I- I'm not sure if it's just one. Of- I've seen three or four other people uh, mention it. on the- Like on forums and on on public social media unfortunately they kind of got roasted for you know like questioning the <laughs> the, <laughs> the oh, spartan really? yeah oh dude they just got lit up yeah you're like how uh one person's reply was does this video look like there's any tail whipping and it was a video of alan zabo flying Ooh. I it's know, so, so it's, hard though yeah. to make that stuff out in videos. Well, and you know, just, I mean, it's hard sometimes to see it when you're standing next to the guy flying it. Yeah, you especially know, when we're talking about that last. You know, we're not talking like yeah. Beastex tail whip here. No, but, because a lot of it it isn't it isn't as much visual as it is like. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to say mental, but it's timing. You know, it's whipping. Because yeah. you're trying to do the maneuver or the stir or whatever it is, and you're just not, it's not consistent. Well, and I think one thing is the, you know, the mechanical setup on the tail of the Raptor is 
uh, not tuning friendly, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And mm-hmm. so um, I, I think the fly barless systems now, like, you know, I'll, I'll use V-Bar for an example. They have figured out a set of defaults and the way that they wrote their algorithms to be very accommodating on, on those stock settings. You know, it works with a wide range of mechanical setups. It's very tolerant. How about that? Mm-hmm. To whereas mm-hmm. I think some of, like with this, seeing what I saw on the Goblin 500 versus the Raptor all on the same stock settings, it's like, oh my gosh, it's it's night and day difference. It's not near as bad on the Goblin 500, but it was really bad on the Raptor. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's, they could probably go through, you know, and do like one more v- revision, learn from it, modify it a little bit. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's tough to accommodate all the different uh, mechanical yep. setups. You know, the only way you can really tell that tail whipping, I mean, when it's obvious to everybody is like, if you guys remember back with the Beast X stuff, you do a high speed pass and you try to do some pyros in that pass. Yep. I mean, yeah. yep. you could definitely see the whipping there. Well, and it's that, like, even then, some guys just do that. Like, some guys will just whip the tail, but they're doing that with their transmitter, not, you know, they're not trying to hold that constant pure rate. So it's yeah. like, right. in the video, how right. do you know if it's intentional, if it's not? If, and, yeah. the, and the faster, you know, the faster your pirouette speed, generally the less obvious it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of it is just the maneuvers that you pick. Like you said, Dan, that one is like the... I mean, yeah, just come out of a big stall turn into a fast-forward flight and start pirouing. So obvious. And that's yeah. still the test. If I feel that something's not quite right, that is still my pyro consistency test. Is I, re- I remember when I first, that first, I first, I don't know how you say it. I think, Nick, I was on the phone with you or recently or, well, that day, and I was you and I were talking about that, and it was just that first understanding, you know, of holy shit, this really is not a good tail because I was doing that. You could just see it. Yeah. Very inconsistent. I've had V-Bar setups do that, but I could tune it out. You know, yeah. I would go in yeah, and yeah. change mm-hmm. the eye gain and tune it out. So I'm not just talking about, um, you know, default settings per se, but the advantage of having the two Raptors set up like that is that it it made it very, very obvious. And I think that's where a lot of people don't, you know, you, you put it on one heli, you put 20, 30 flights on it, and you want it to be awesome, and you don't have any other helis that size, and all of a sudden you kind of just don't, almost don't notice it, if that makes sense. You get mm-hmm. very used to it. Yep. Uh, but then... When you have the ability to go back and fly something else, you're like, oh, yeah, wow, okay. All <laughs> right, never mind. Never mind. Still there. Yep. So, Nick, I'm going to throttle you back today. Okay. Because we've got a, a, a ton of stuff to get through. Yes, we do. In a li- limited amount of time. You know, there aren't many companies that can honestly say they offer a complete spectrum of helis from beginner all the way to expert. Well, Blade Helicopters can not only make that claim, but they can most certainly back it up. Whether you're looking for your first collective pitch heli, like maybe the 200 SRX with self-leveling safe technology, or you're ready to step up and play with the big boys and get the 700X Pro Series, you'll be sure to find a Blade Heli that will fit your skill level and budget. 
from little kids to big kids, Blade's got something for you. So fly on over to www.bladehellies.com for more information. Um, I did get some flying in. Like finally, it had been a couple weeks since I'd been out, but last week before I have to go to work, so decided you know the helis were already sitting there, and I ended up getting out on Wednesday and fourteen flights. And then, to top the week off, got out on Thursday and got in another 16. Wow. So I'm, I'm putting down 30 flights. And this is actually like within the last week, not since we've recorded last. So, um, wow. Per- yeah, so just within the last couple of days here, 30 flights. I'm pretty pumped about that. Kind of, get. I guess, felt like, you know, finally getting the year um, kind of kicked off. And so I know I'd mentioned it a couple shows ago. I kind of went through the entire Nitro, tore the thing down, uh, you know, the general yearly cleaning. You know, you kind of hit that 100 flights on the Nitro. You just tear the thing down. There's dirt, grime everywhere. But during that teardown, I decided to pull the grommets off of all the servos. I really noticed that, you know, when you grab the servo casing and you start wiggling them to the side... There's a fair amount of slop that gets introduced by having, you know, the brass sleeve and then the servo grommet, the rubber grommet on there. What do you, I mean, do you guys run those on your nitros, electrics? I um, run them on nitro, but not electric. I don't run them on anything anymore. I'm now not running them. You're a rebel. I am. I am a rebel, dude. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Justin and I and I I don't run them on the nitros that we don't have. Yeah, the night. Well, it, when I, guess, I had a nitro if, and a gasser, did, I didn't if run you them. did have a nitro. <laughs> no, because I've always been the same way. You know, I'll, I've always hard mounted the servos on all my electric helis, but on the nitro, I'm like, you know, well, just that higher vibration level from the motor. Always just thought it was a good, good idea. But and I was finding, yeah, there was a lot of slop and. I just, uh, you know the, the the thing is is I do I run them I don't know because I haven't actually looked at my nitro in months. I don't even, <laughs> they I they love could that. be like they, they could, could have be, gotten eaten off. Like the could. nitro could have eaten the grommet away by now. There's just brass sleeves sitting there. Just, well, I pulled them off. So hopefully, I guess long term, hopefully they don't. You know, a little bit higher vibration level. Hopefully that doesn't affect the servo, which I don't think it will. I know Justin and I. We're kind of chatting, and you know the forces and the the frequencies aren't too bad, so I, I don't foresee any issues. And hopefully, um, it'll you know put the precision back into that control system. And yeah, I mean, it. you you look at a nitro, and even at red line, what are you thinking? Seventeen, eighteen thousand RPM. That's yeah. only like three kilohertz. Yep. Yeah. I I just don't I don't see that that's going to cause problems with the little surface mount components that sit inside of those servos. Yeah, I think hardly it's, any mass to them. It's one of those back in the day things. Yep. That's right. I don't I don't like change. Yep. So Dan does. <laughs> it's like someone said the other day, uh why do we even have pitch curves anymore? You know what I mean? Why do we Bottom. even have hover throttle on the radios anymore? Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. a nostalgia thing. Some people would really freak out if you pulled that out. I think some people do use it, but most people don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so then, in addition, I mentioned a couple weeks ago I was getting a 3D printer. Well, I've been printing out a couple things, and I know I sent you guys a picture, but I made, a, uh, I guess, a, a little part that clamps onto the lid of, my f- of the fuel jug for my nitro, and then my fuel pump mounts right to it. Uh, did you guys see that picture? 
I did. Yep. And it's nice. Yeah, and so just and and now that I've kind of got going, there's just like all these little ideas that I think I, I have. Keep, do I have one? Oh, never mind. I don't think I can use something like that. I gotta, no, you got to start think, printing off twos every time you do something. <laughs> just make a double and put yeah. it in another but Wait, pile. dude, you don't have any nitro, Nick. Are you just going to stick yeah, it on a fuel true. jug to feel better <laughs> about st- the whole situation? <laughs> I still have a half. Uh, no, I've got a couple gallons here. I look at it every just now and then. It. You're like, man, yeah. I should really use that to like start a fire one of these days since I'm never going to burn it in a motor. I wonder, I wonder if I can drink that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't even have my... I lent a listener my motor and pipe, which... Uh, <laughs> which, how cool is this? So you're... He said... Uh, so it had been about a year since it ran, and all I did... I put TriFlow. How about that? I actually filled it full of TriFlow, ran it through, put it in a a Ziploc bag, and Mm -hmm. sucked all the air out of it, sealed it up, put it away. He said it fired right up like it ran yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I use uh, automatic transmission fluid. Yep. That will work great, too. Like so, you literally filled the entire. No, I didn't like not like okay, fill it like a, a bowl. Okay. So you just I, put a bunch in there and then yes. sealed it up. Okay, I put, gotcha. put a bunch in there, ran like, it over. Holy and, cow! There goes it, a bottle of triflow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <there's, laughs> Nick's just sitting there squirting in triflow for like forty-five minutes. I must really like that motor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just you know all these, and since I still have uh, access to some CAD software, it's like. Anything that, you know, little receiver trays, little mounts here and there. So kind of, you know, getting all this stuff going. But the, the 3D printer is definitely really, really cool. Because, you know, something, a part like that, I'm sitting there in the morning. And I'm like, oh, that would, you know, that'd be a really sweet design. I go over to SolidWorks, draw it up. And it's like by 2 o'clock, I'm holding it in my hand using it. You know, and the, the printer I have isn't, fa- you know, super high resolution. But it's high enough resolution to where I can just set the hole sizes. Um on the part and then you know right when it's done you can just thread the screws right in everything taps itself and it's ready to be installed and good to go so lots of cool opportunities and the possibilities are basically endless so having lots of fun with that and then lastly i actually had had a heli show up uh this last week guys Saw that. Do, is it do we really consider it a, i mean you know dan this is a real helicopter um it has so. it has feelings you shouldn't talk bad about it <laughs> <laughs> it has like blades a canopy a bat it even has a battery i mean all the parts all the signs are there this is an actual helicopter but it will fit in a shoe box <laughs> it will almost fit in a shoe <laughs> yeah see that's no, so a huge, you know, a huge thanks to Horizon Hobby and Blade Helicopters, and we're going to be doing a review on the Blade 180 CFX. Um, Sweet, yeah. So yeah. super excited. Got I did have to borrow a Spectrum radio from Nick because I ended up just getting rid of my DX7. Um, so got you know DX6i. Blade 180 CFX, getting it all programmed up. The weather has not cooperated here in the last couple days. Um, But I'm hoping really, really soon to start putting some flights on this thing. Because I got to say, right out of the box, um, it looks pretty sweet. Unlike any other micro, you know, I've ever seen. With 
just having a little bit of exposure to the MCPX and a, a couple of the other blade helis. So, well, it's quite really, a bit larger, isn't it? Oh yeah, it it is quite a bit larger. I mean, you got you know actual looking servos in there, uh, torque tube driven. Yeah, so it's it's the real deal. Um, but definitely looking forward to getting some flights on it and you know seeing what we think, seeing if we can beat it up, maybe crash it a couple times. Yeah, I'd really some- like to hear what you have to say. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people that that jumped on that uh, on that uh, heli when it first came out, and I've heard a lot of really good reviews. I've heard a couple of concerns with regard to crashing, but I think the ones that crashed it really bad, like, drove it in. Well, yeah, there's definitely, like, you know, get throttle hold. As some things I've heard, that's and that's kind of with any micro, you know, you got to get That's kind of with, like, any heli. Yeah, and there's, yeah. And there's not a lot of... <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest well, here. But the big helis still break, even if you hit throttle hold. I'm saying most of the time with a micro, if you get you know, you know get the throttle hold before they go in, uh, Good point. you're going to minimize point. the damage greatly, maybe prevent all especially, the damage. Especially if you're flying over grass. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's true, yep. Dan. Yep. No pavement pounding. No, no pavement pa- pounding with which, a micro. Yep. And so, yeah, I'll be, I'll be getting some flights in and... Telling you guys more about it. Great. Cool, dude. With the crazy schedules that we run around here, having products that can be both technical and convenient is an absolute must. The Revelectric's Dual Power Lab fits that bill perfectly. With the extensive live data graphing capabilities that the Dual Power Lab offers, I'm never left with a lack of charging and battery information. Not to mention, Being able to crank out 40 amps per channel leaves me with charge times that even I can't keep up with. So quit wasting precious time waiting for your packs to be done charging. Pick up a dual power lab to step up your charging game. Thanks, Nick. For more information, log on to www.revolectrix.com then click on the Revo USA store. Justin, quickly, what have you been up to, man? All right, super quick. Let's see here. It's been, I think it's been like two or two and a half weeks since uh, our last show, so a lot's been going on. I'm just going to quick throw it out there. I've gotten a total of 44 flights in in the last two weeks, all Damn on the it. chase. I love the wow. thing. It is, I, I think it's now official that it's going to be a part of the fleet for this year. Uh, I actually bought a an Exnova 1860KV motor to replace my KDE motor. And I, I got a number of people asking why. Uh, like it or not, it's because the Exnova has red on it. <laughs> oh, logical choice. Yes. Yes. It, it, it matches. Well, dude, the chase has got all the red and silver anodized, right? So it just, yeah. I was like, I got to make this, I, I got to make this my own custom thing. Sounds so like a very doing. technically sound decision. Incredibly yes. logical yeah. decision. Yes. Yeah. Well. And then the okay. next step is going to be to swap out the, the stock KDS servos with MKSs. And I'm going to go with the HV93s for cyclic and the mini servo that you've been running in the warp, Jesse, the mm-hmm. HV9780. 
because I've nice. heard from Take everyone plunge. that the mini versus micro on these 450s is like night and day difference in tuning and performance and everything. So yep. pretty excited about that. Uh, as some people know, the last week I was on a family vacation in Denver, Colorado. I actually brought with me the chase in that cool little gun case, and I got flying in Denver. Uh, I got a number of flights, actually, in a couple of local parks in Denver. Uh, weather was, uh, you know, it's, it's the only place I've been that has less predictable weather than the Seattle area, Western Washington. I mean, literally, we had days where it was 40 and sunny, and then three hours later, it was 15 and snowing. So that's a little tough Hmm. to deal with. But I'll tell you what, guys, the mile high air does a number on helicopters. Messed up, huh? Dude, I I mean, now it makes complete sense why I felt so uncomfortable flying Steve Graham's N7 at OHB. Yeah. It was twitchy as hell. I went out there first first time, bringing up into a hover, you know, doing my regular checkouts, couple of pyros, just make sure everything is uh, working out mechanically. And I go to do a punch out, and it's like, it felt like a multi-rotor, Dan. <laughs> it was horrible. So I ended up having to bump up my head speed by 200 RPM and increasing my rates by like 10 to 20%. To get it to feel like it does at sea level in Seattle. And now Steve is listening going. Ah! Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I told you I'm not insane. It, it was <laughs> crazy to me. And and even then, like, here's the deal. I didn't put a lot of time into the tuning. But even then, stops are not as abrupt. So it's, I got to give props to these guys in these high altitude locations. I don't know. I mean. I think the helis fundamentally just fly different. Uh, Auto rotations have got to be horrible. They are. Uh, I mean, so... (laughs) I got a couple sets of skids to agree. (laughs) Yeah, during the Denver trip, I I actually Uh. was fortunate enough to be able to meet up with some listeners and friends for lunch. I met up with Steve Graham and Josh Moen, who I've met before. They were at Snohomish. Steve was at OHB a month back, and then I got to meet uh, Dave Corning and uh, Brent, and I can't remember Brent's last name, but... Uh, Is it uh, Gottle? I'm not sure. It may be. That one does ring a bell, but I, uh, I'm sorry, Brent. If you're listening, I apologize. I can't remember your last name, but yeah, got to meet up with them, uh, sat down at a pub, had some lunch, had some beer, and we were talking about the altitude, and they were telling me all of their horror stories about about the the high altitude. And yeah, autos are rougher, stops aren't as good. Josh, now you'll get you'll get a kick out of this, Nick. Josh was even saying uh, he's had challenges with getting the tail tuned, and he's had to change ratios and blade sizes up even higher than you would expect for sea level to get things to hold correctly under hard flight. That wouldn't surprise me yeah. one stinking bit. After but if you think and- about it, dude, that's crazy, isn't it? I mean, we yeah. really take our air for granted. Well, and I think it shows that we push, you know, our flying, the way that we fly and how we're doing and what we're doing, we're pushing the models, I mean, right to the to the edge of 
mechanical aerodynamic capabilities. I mean, we're just we're putting them right at that spot where we demand 90% out of what they can actually do. So when you go up in altitude, now they can't do it anymore. And yeah. that's just that's like that's unheard of for us. Well, well, what do you mean? It's it's usually our flying that limits it. But in those situations, yeah, the model is actually the shortcoming. Which I is gotta weird. believe, though, dude, it's analogous to like the you know how like Denver has an Olympic training center up mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. and all the athletes go and train all year up at a mile high, and then they come down to the thick sea level air and kick everyone's asses. Mm-hmm. I bet you it's something similar. I could see it. I mean, it, although it would be a little that, bit. <laughs> yeah, your heli is just going to be like rock star fast. And yeah, yeah that thing. could be unsettling, too. That's yeah. what I was going to say, Justin. Make sure you uh, readjust your rates. I, when no, you I told, I I told you to the guys at lunch, I made sure to save a file and yeah. name it Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before and then I saved the Denver file too. So if yeah, I ever not. go back, don't save heli names. You know, files we save locations. Locations. Now. That's right. Yeah. It, it was pretty awesome. impressive. But yeah, it was nice to meet some people for lunch. Uh, good group of guys up there. They've got some really active uh, heli stuff going on at a couple of different clubs. So that's really nice to hear. Uh, and then the only other thing I think I got a new field computer. My my brother-in-law is an IT guy for the state of Colorado, and he had a bunch of old busted surplus computers lying around. And so uh, I picked up one of those, and it blows my netbook out of the water. And so I'm really excited about that. I can, Hey, Nick, I can use the FMA Direct software now, About freaking time. Yes. <laughs> My dual power lab software actually fits on the screen because with the netbook, I was never able to apply the updates because the apply button was off the screen. <laughs> wow. Irritating. Yeah. yeah. That, that's about it, Dan. Now that I've owned two full sets of BK high-voltage coilless servos, I can honestly say that these are the best full-size cyclic servos I have owned to date. These things are crazy fast, with a speed of 0.049 seconds per 60 degrees, and plenty strong, with a torque rating of 295 inch ounces. Oh, and to top all this off, they're only 99 bucks a piece. So whether you're looking to replace an old set of worn out servos or outfitting that brand new heli, be sure to head over to bkservo.com. As I mentioned earlier, I did get the uh, blade uh, put back together, uh, waiting on some weather. It's been... um, uh, It's been really crazy. I mean, it's, uh, it's snowing one minute, raining the next, and it's just cold in the mornings and uh, been really busy at work but um i just wanted to i wanted to relate you know we've jesse talked about uh cad software and i know a lot of listeners uh, might be interested in in a well i told you guys about rhino 5 right and for those of you who are using mac just thought i'd pass this along for anyone that's interested in playing around with with this stuff They've got a uh, download for Mac. It's the full version. It's free. It's a trial version for uh, uh, work in progress. They're working on releasing next year sometime the full version. 
So if you go to Rhino, if you just Google Rhinoceros Five or Rhino Five, you can dig that up, and then you can play around with it and have some fun. Maybe work on some of your own drawings. I've been kind of working with that a lot this week, but the uh, the flying, hey, not so much. No flying. Got to uh, been been simming a little bit. I've got forty five minutes on the sim. Oh, nice. Are we all? Hey, are we logging our sim time this year? I am just just by time. Yep. Y- yeah. 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 Um. <clears throat> so, you know, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird because I don't. Whenever I'm flying the sim, I don't really feel like I've regressed from not actually flying, and you know, it's the sim thing, right? But not flying, and then when I do get an opportunity to fly, uh, you know that apprehensive feeling that you get because you actually haven't actually had your heli in the air for a while it's all mental but i know it what is you all mean mental. yeah it's uh it's two it's two different things it's like when i get on the sim it's just like well just whatever just throw it around but it doesn't seem to translate well never been a i mean i understand the you know we've had this discussion many many times in the past i've i understand the benefits but man it's just so hard sometimes to translate that across for me from sim to real life but uh it but is that, tough. that in itself is something that you know, is learned, I guess, through simming and flying. That, yeah, connect, I think that so. making that connection is also something that takes, you know, takes time. Yeah, yeah. We should uh, we should do another update one of these uh, weeks, uh, especially uh, going into the new year on uh, simming. Just do a whole episode on simming and kind of re- recover some or revisit some of those uh, topics that we've talked about in the past. Yeah, that would be newer, fun. Newer. Oh, you just wait, Dan. You've got something in the works? We, absolutely. Yeah. Ne- next week, we got something in the works. It's going to be big. Sweet. So, you know, that's uh, that about wraps my week up. I'm uh, Both helis, both the main helis, the Blade and the Rush, are ready to go. I'm just waiting for some decent weather and some time in the day to do that. But it's uh, about where I'm at. Nice. Awesome. Sweet. So we're gonna quickly go into some news. Do you have any news? Nope. A couple of weeks. Not really. Nope. Now nah, let's skip the news. We'll save it's, it up. It's pretty slow right now. I mean, it's yeah. just kind of yeah. No, Next nothing. week will be just like a super news. Yeah, we're a just volcano of news. Yeah, <laughs> a, a plethora. A plethora. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a myriad. <laughs> You know, before we go into our our New Year stuff, I want to. I have this feeling, this sense that, um, you know, obviously it's the New Year, and it's like the it's almost like the the season is a, almost upon us, right? It's just a, it's just that time of year to to really start focusing on getting out and getting some flying and some swimming, because it's only a few short months away. Yeah, when uh, shit start hap- starts happening, which is weird because it's still the dead of winter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, after the twenty first, man. After the twenty first of December, everything get the days get longer. That's right. So, it goes quick. Yep. Yeah. So we're now trending into longer days, which is uh, always a fun thing. All right. So here's uh, here's the idea. We're gonna kind of go over some of our predictions and New Year's resolutions from last year. Who wants to go first? You guys always pick on me. It's you don't want to be picked on. Let's, I'll let's get not. started. I'm going to get started. Yeah, so that you can save I'm gonna get up started. your picking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, so my 2014 <laughs> resolutions. Here we go. 
Now, uh, you guys are going to be able to pick, so don't worry, Nick. Get your picks in. Oh, I know. I'm ready. Own a fuel <laughs> heli at the end of 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I called that one. Fail. You said, yeah. yeah, you said, no, maybe not a nitro, but but I'll for sure have the gasser. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man. Now, that I think that was Jesse. Jesse's like, dude, I, I'm going to say Justin will not have a nitro. And then yep, you went even further, Nick, and said, I'm going to one-up Jesse and say he's not going to own any fuel helis. Yep. Now, for the record, I still own the fuel. Does that count? No. Nope. No. Damn. Does not count. I've got like eight gallons of nitro and three gallons of gas. Well, maybe you can start a bonfire, too. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Or we can try drinking it. That's. I heard it makes you go blind. Yeah. I don't doubt it. <laughs> That's what it says on the warning label. I don't know. Someone tried. Yeah, that's you know those warning labels are there for a reason. Well, that was my fail number one, so it didn't happen. Sorry. Number two, Man. stick with the Goblin Seven Seventy. Ding ding ding. Yep. Someone, I think it was Dan. No, it was Nick. It was it Nick? No. Nope. No, actually, you're right, yeah. Dan. You said I was going to stick with it, and I did. Now it's it's like my favorite 3D heli. Nick said you won't own any Goblin products. Oh, did I? Yeah. Did he? Oh, wow, I was way wrong there. Yeah. So still got the 770 going strong. It's now a full competition version. I love it. Number three, develop my own flying style. I I think that's sort of like a. That's a, a work in progress, right? I feel a lot better after the end of this last 2014 season about how I fly. I'm more confident. I'm more comfortable with what I do. I may not go sort of out on a limb or, you know, uh, break outside of the comfort zone all the time. But I do feel like when I look at it, I say, yep, that's me flying. I'm not trying to copy anyone. I think you developed your own. It's left to right, up, Speed. down, right to left, <laughs> up. Down, left to right, fast, 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 fast. Yeah, that's, that's your very hey, own That's stuff. a good point. That's a good I don't point. do that shit. You're yeah. right. You're right. That's all you. Yeah. Awesome. I'll take it. <laughs> Next one was get to 500 flights. I hit 401. So it didn't happen, but uh, it, I, I think I had I had a lot of fun trying to do the flight count thing. And as a result, I'm going to have a huge scrotum-tacular trophy that nice. everyone yes. will get to see here i you know i i'm still working on um getting quotes from people i've gotten all but one in uh i'm sourcing the scrotum right now <laughs> so just bear with me but probably in the next month certainly by the season we will have uh, a, a ball sack trophy I, I just like how it's it's like you saw this coming so you just started building it yourself oh yeah dude <laughs> yeah. I, I, this like, one i have owned I have owned it like seriously, if I'm Jesse. This, I'm building it how I want it. Yep, because I'm gonna have to look at it all the time. <laughs> Last one. This was is an, it gonna have is it gonna have fuzzies on it? Oh, dude, it's gonna be authentic, Dan. Authentic. <laughs> you just wait. Yeah, I know you're okay. afraid of that, okay. but it's it's this is serious business. I'm freaking petrified. Yeah, no kidding, man. Where are you acquiring this at? Like a. <laughs> Cadaver laboratory or something? Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Down there's there's got to be scrotums on the black market. I mean, you can buy kidneys, right? 
Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah. All right. I'll move on. I'll move on because this one actually that was a good setup for the last one. I don't know if you guys recall because it was kind of subtle when I went back and listened to it. But one of Nick's New Year's resolutions for 2014 was to be a little cleaner. And then I said, well, my resolution is to be a little dirtier. And I think I, I, I made that resolution in the in the last 50 some odd shows of 2014. I mean, even uh, if it, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I thought you meant by your by your shop, and I was like, like well, I workspace. think you succeeded at that, too. No, I mean, congratulations. No. Yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> vulgarity, dude. Oh. Obscenity. <laughs> Offensiveness. God. Ass hattery. Yes. Check. And mate. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So those wow. were my 2014 resolutions. I think I only stuck to... Let's see, one, two, three, if you count being dirtier. Three out of five. Not bad. I bet hmm. you one of you guys did better. I didn't. I did not. <laughs> I don't think I did. Oh. So my my first uh, New Year's resolution was to um, maintain a sim standard. That lasted for about three weeks. No, dude, you did maintain a sim standard. <laughs> yeah, you set the new standard. It just didn't exist. <laughs> That was your standard. Consistently not simming. I'm glad you guys are looking at it that way because that's not how I meant it. <laughs> I um, I was, uh, you know, for, a well, maybe a month, month and a half into the new year. I mean, I had a, not necessarily a, these days I'm going to be simming, but I was simming for about three nights a week consistently. And um, which kind of parlays into the next uh resolution was to drastically improve my flying ability that didn't really happen either there were i didn't i had some mental goals that i just didn't reach and um the funny thing is is i was able to from may till the weather turned i was able to fly and i flew a lot um but i you know i We've kind of talked about it, and I think, you know, when you're just focused on flying numbers, you don't really focus on flying quality. Agreed. So, I, whew, that's definitely, I mean, I had some mental goals. In particular, what I really wanted to have nailed down by the end of 2014 was was uh, stationary pyroflip. Uh, I did... I did attempt them several times. I never crashed. They were like 250 feet in the air. Um, but I just never, I never got them. I could not consistently do them. And that was one of my goals. Uh, another goal that I had was to really work on backwards uh, inverted flying. And uh, I was working a lot of inverted stuff this year, but never really got around to the, to the backwards inverted flying. So that was another uh, resolution that I failed miserably on. <laughs> and I think that's about it. I don't remember if I had any other resolution. Oh, the flight count. I wanted to get to 700, I believe the number was. Mm -hmm. That did not happen. 441. 
So poor Dan. And that one, I mean, you it took you like six weeks to get that last one. He's like, I know. <laughs> I think it was I'm just out of spite. He was like, I cannot go down at four forty. I gotta get four forty one. I could not I could not be at OHB without getting a flight. That's what that one boiled down to. So that one no, that's fair. was a uh, OHB uh mandate. Had to happen. So you know, I, I, I've i never been really good at resolutions, keeping them anyway, but I've got a few this year, and we're going to go over that in a little bit, but uh, we're going to see. We're going to see if we can can bump that. Um, get a few more wins. Get a few more wins. <laughs> a few more in the, in the win column. <laughs> yeah, that's about, that's about it for me, guys. What about, no, uh, I'll, what about I'll you? I'll go next. In today's heli market, it can be a challenge to find a retailer that stocks a variety of different brands and parts, has great customer service, and boasts fast shipping. I can tell you that Rotary Wing RC has all of this and more. Finally, I feel like I found a place where I can get everything in one order, and I'm confident that I'll get the shipment quickly so that I can get back in the air next weekend. You don't believe it, huh? Trust me. Go to www.rotarywingrc.com now and check out your new go-to online heli shop. So last year, one of my first resolutions that I made was to look back and work on some older maneuvers and reincorporate those back into my routine. Because, you know, you're always going through watching other people fly going, hey, I used to be able to do that move. I probably still can, but now it looks like crap, so I should really go work on it so I can make it look good again. Um, And on this one, I definitely failed because I think at the beginning of the year, um, back when I was flying a ton, this this started happening. I I was on the track for success on this resolution, but... Where I stand right now, I'm going to have to say I, I failed on this one just because it went up a little bit and then like down four steps. So, <laughs> oh man, it's like, it's like you, I, I started going and I'm like, all right, this resolution is going to be good. And based on the last four months, nah, I'm going to say no, did not get there on that one. The next resolution I made was to get to Urcha. And that one. I can put a check in the win column for sure. Um, yeah. You know, as everyone knows, podcast made it to Urcha. We all made it to Urcha. So that one win. At least I got one right, right? Even if it was kind of a little bit of a give, gimme. I guess at the time we were making these, it wasn't a for sure thing that we were going. So. And that was a podcast resolution too. So yep. the whole team can take a check mark on that. So do I get two check marks? Because I was sure, a personal why one not? Too. Okay. Jeez, Justin's least, feeling generous. Well, no, at least I'll get one then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then my the other resolution was I had come out and said no crashes in 2014 because you guys were giving me crap oh, about my resolution. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? This. Screw you guys. I'm going for no crashes. Well, and the, oh, I guess, and then we we kind of changed it slightly, and it was like, okay, how about? no dumb thumbs we're gonna you know not count mechanical failures no dumb thumbs and then also and i quote nick he said i need to quit autoing like a girl yeah so we're not (laughs) so we're not so we're not gonna count some rough auto uh, crashes either because like we all know when you're trying to learn those inverted 
pro flipping autos, you're going to bump the skids. You're going to break, you know, you're going to break stuff here and there on some hard landings. And so we weren't going to count those either. So not counting dumb thumbs and not counting rough autos, I still fail on this resolution. I believe I had two crashes um, this year, both on the, well, I, I had more crashes, but like there, there was a couple of mechanical failures, but one that just sticks out in my mind <laughs> is remember. the Othello crash. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and there was, I mean, the only mechanical failure there was my brain not making the link to my fingers to tell my fingers to go the other direction on the pitch. <laughs> okay, yeah, total so, crash count though, Jesse, come on. I, I'm honestly not sure. How many sure. flights think, did you get and how many crashes okay. did you get? I got 532 flights. Um out of the thousand I predicted, you know, 2000, uh, 2013 was a much different year than 2014. Mm-hmm. So I, I did have, I did have good insight on why I picked a thousand flights. Apparently not good enough, but 532 <laughs> flights nonetheless. <laughs> and then I think it was three crashes, uh, okay. two on the seven HV and one on the N7. 177 flights per crash. Um, you didn't so, crash the warp last year. I well, I did crash the warp, but nothing broke, and it was early on in the year. Oh wow, nothing um, broke. Hey, if it yeah, doesn't it, qualify for a crash hat, then it's not a crash. Yeah, but I, I do. I did crash it, and for some reason, this also sticks in, out in my mind. I, I crashed it when I was like flying at my grandparents' a little field behind their house. Um, totally smashed it into the ground. It was one of those where I walked out there. I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Nothing is broken on this helicopter." And sure enough, stretched the blade, but stretched the blades back out and kept right on flying it. So, um, hmm. yeah. So five thirty-two, three crashes. Nice. All righty. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> get ready, boys. Yeah. Get re- load up. <laughs> so okay, let's see here. Resolution number one was to keep the seven hundred X all year. Damn it was close. I was on uh, a it doesn't count though. Good bro. <laughs> it's Dan's fault. Well it's still in the family, as uh Kyle said, so you know. Yeah, but it's Dan's fault because I wouldn't have it, yeah. You're the one it's, who brought it uh, how up. How are you taking the blame for this, Dan? Because it was uh, his idea. I, I, I'm waiting. <laughs> how was it his idea? It was not my idea. He, he's but like, you know, you said, I will give you the Blade 700X for your Goblin 500. No, 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 and no. I, and I said yes. And then You were the one who <laughs> offered that trade. I know that for a fact. You were the one who <laughs> brought up that trade. You're like, well, this trade is for the Goblin. Sketchy. It is getting sketchy yeah. because... Because, Nick, if you remember right, you actually, a couple months prior to that, introduced an idea of trading the 500 for another one of your helis. Yeah. Oh, I know. No, the whole thing's a fail. I mean, it is. it is. It's on my... I got rid of it. And uh, my next <laughs> one, have another nitro. Yep. Fail. Yep. Mm. Uh, the one after that, not sell another heli. Fail. <laughs> I love that one this. failed. Oh, yeah. this is great. That, that one failed before the show even. That one, yeah, that, yeah one, that one was that one done like before the, the first show of 2014 aired. Yeah, that was. Uh, if you guys want a good laugh, go back and listen to episode 119. That was funny. 
Yeah, that was that was pretty good. But I I succeeded at one, and I did it very well. My one that I succeeded at is I said that uh, goal for 2014 was to build a heli trailer, and I did. Nice, yes, you're you right. And I am super happy with it, and glad that out of all of those, that's the one that I won at. Nice, dude. Next. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the next five you're going to fail at. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> dang. Wow. <laughs> oh, ouch. So, so, Nick, do you want to start us off uh, with predictions? Or uh, uh, predictions. 2015 resolutions. Resolutions? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to do, uh, well... I think because of the nature of what we got going on next show, these these are going to be a little bit multi-parted. Um, so we're all going to have like some normal ones, but then we're each going to have one that we're going to add on uh, next episode. But uh, I am going to, this next year is going to be the year of the flying for me. That that's my my goal is to get back to flying and learn maneuvers and progress. I want to be twice the pilot at the end of this year that I am right now. So what does oh, that do mean? Does yeah, that? we need something quantitative. I'm getting so- there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Just hold on. I'm giving you an overview. You need an overview first. Oh, okay. It's like you know. He's set. He's setting the stage. That's right. Yeah. He just likes oh, okay. talking, Dan. Yeah. Uh, okay. One of my resolutions is one hundred and thirty. Sim hours. Okay. Now, how are you going right. to track it? Uh, so I am tracking it on the same flight counter that we used last year. I wiped that app clean. I took all my models out of it, and I added a simulator model. And so when you go to add a flight in, it, it pops up and says, how long's your flight time? So I'm just adding my sim time in there, doing it that way, which okay, seems so- to be- Tell me, 130, is that just an arbitrary number, or is there some rhyme and reason behind that? Does that equal so many hours per week? That's oh. how long it takes to learn pure TikToks. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. so that's yeah. his next resolution. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, well, that, you know what? That's true. I mean, that... that <laughs> that's, that's the number of hours. Well, no. <laughs> for the record, Dan, 130 hours is about 20 minutes a day. That's Dude. tough. Every day. Oh. 365 days. Oh, man, yep. you're setting yourself up. Yep. I'm serious. I'm not messing around. There's a list of maneuvers that I want to be proficient at at the end of the year that are very difficult. Pirouetting circuits, pyro TikToks. Uh, oh, geez. Jesse, we could go on. Uh, oh, com- yeah, it goes on. Complete on. double pyro flip reversals. Pirouetting funnels. Uh, yeah, big list. Big, big list. But I got to crank it up. I really cut myself short uh, last year. I don't think that I... I mean, I you know, I polished up some double pair flips, but I just completely failed on the flying level last year. So that's actually... I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to make anything amusingly false with uh with the model thing that's because it. it's up yeah oh. just well, 130 hours of simming well, well there's but there's more next week and that has to do with flying yeah that's but, true you're right you're right but no yeah, we'll because 
it's it's complicated right now, and I don't I don't even feel like making a fool out of myself. You I don't. Just Come on. complicated. Now See, hold Nick, on. I, I you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull a Nick on you, Nick, because last year Jesse came out with predictions, yep. and he was like, "Um, I want to fly. I had and two. I want to fly more." And you were like, "Dude, stop being such a pussy. You need <laughs> make, some help. Make more resolutions. More resolutions." <laughs> Okay. So, all right. Come on. Fine. Okay. So, here we go. By the end of next year, I want to own one helicopter. Um, yeah, but I don't want that size. That takes liquid. <laughs> that takes he's, liquid. He's already fuel. going back on his. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would oh. like to own an, an 800, 700, 500, and 450. Oh, at okay. the end of the I year. I like that one. All like that. Now, I don't care about 600s. I think they're... When you say 800, just to get clarification, does it need to be capable of swinging 800 millimeter no, no, blades? No, 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 no. Are you saying like a 750 would work? Yeah, 750. Okay. Okay, so 800, 450, 500, 700, and something bigger than a 700. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. exactly what that I'm works. going for. That's specific. Like it. Um... And 500 means 500 millimeter blades, not the old crappy Align 500 size. Yes, that's that's correct. So <laughs> newish 450 class, 500 millimeter blades, like the Goblin 500 that yep. I've got right yep. now. A 550 on top of that, 7, and an 800. Um, you no. know what? I'd really like to make a... The reason why I was kind of poo-pooing the whole prediction deals, because I would like to say that... I would really enjoy being able to keep the E700s throughout the whole year. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. Um, with the distributorship, like that just all of a sudden happened thing, I, I don't know if, you know, I, I don't know where I'm at there. Yeah. So okay. that one you makes it kind of tough. Yeah. But I also need to, I really need to have a nitro. I've got to have a nitro by the end of next year. Okay. I, I feel like if I don't have one by the end of next year, it, I probably will never own one again. Wow. Hmm. I feel like I'm, it's slipping, and I don't want it to slip. Uh, come come hang out at the – we'll go hang out at the field, and you'll see mine flying, and then you'll have one in like a week. <laughs> it, it won't – it's not slipping. <laughs> and you know – you know what? Screw it. Let's go for it. You ready? I take that back. I will have an 800, 700, 600 – 550, 500, and 450. What? <laughs> you just doubled. Where, where did that come from? <laughs> and didn't you just say... <laughs> yep. But you know what? I think I'm going to make the Nitro a 600. That's why I say that. Okay. I, I have one. I have one. I have been eyeballing... Um, Man, I've been eyeballing the N5C once again. Cause I just oh that's like that's in the roots that's in the heart that's in my soul that heli still can't it, get past it huh I cannot After get past all it those yep. years nope I I learned so much stuff on that heli and I don't care if I only get to put twenty flights on it the whole year you know I go back to Snohomish of last year sitting there. Uh, Getting uh, getting to spot for Leon Luke, watching him sit there, Piro TikTok a T Rex six hundred Nitro, 
and I was just like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you, people don't do this. You can't do, you can't do that with a 600 nitro, silly man. But he was doing it, and it, yeah. So I think, yeah, there we go. One of each size. How about that? Uh, yeah. Is that, is that juicy nice. enough for you? It up. Do That's it. bold, man. I can't wait to make fun of you next Do year it. for that one. Uh, yeah. So 130 sim hours, one of each size. Uh, yeah, 450, 500, 550, 600, 7, and 8. He's just going for broke. He's hey, just like, it's he just says. Paying. Off the charts. And build another heli trailer to hold them all. No, yep. go, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> go big or go home, man. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, so, so what I would like to see is, I would like to incorporate more nitro into next year. So, how how am I going to quantify that? What I'm thinking is, I know we're not doing an official flight camp, but of course, well, you know, we'll probably all be keeping we'll be a flight tracking. Camp. Yeah. I would like to see thirty percent of my flights nitro this year. Wow. Yeah. That's an interesting one. So you're going to take the number of flights you got at the end of the year, regardless of what it is, and yep. you need to have at least 30% of those as nitro. Yep. Okay. Nice. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, the second <clears throat> New Year's resolution, and I make it every year, mm-hmm. I've yet to keep it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean it up a little bit. I would like to sim... At least once a week, the entire for year. how long, Dan? Let's let's try to do the hours I, thing like Nick's got. I can't really. I, I I feel like if I put a time on it, I would say a minimum of fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes a week. Yeah. Okay. What does that translate into hours wise? That's quick, about math, math. 13, 14 to fourteen 13. hours. See that that feels doable to me, right? It does. <laughs> It's feels- 10 times lower than Nick's resolution, <laughs> yeah. but hey, you got to start somewhere, but, you know. But see here, look, I set myself up last year um, by trying to maintain a, you know, at least three times a week. And I did that for a while. I feel if I can s- still get more uh, 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 longer term uh, benefit if I at least sim once a week. Wouldn't you agree? Mm hmm. Yeah, just to keep the muscle memory and just, everything. Just yeah, just to keep it going. Yep. Uh, third resolution is this one's gonna. I'm gonna have to explain this one. I resolve to crash at least four times this year. Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And here's here's what I mean by Should that. Should be easy. <laughs> well, I, I got. I, I've got. I've December got a, next year, Dan's just stuffing them in. <laughs> I've got to qualify that. What does that mean? Does that mean just arbitrarily crashing a helicopter? No. What that means is, I went all last year without a crash. What does that mean? That means that I was not pushing myself at all, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. had some minor scrapes. I did. Um, I well, I guess that's not true. I did have the one crash where I was inverted too low. I would like to see four pretty devastating crashes from <laughs> oh. from just actually trying to progress. Meaning, yeah, so you don't mind that it's a bad crash because you were crashing while you yeah. were learning. Now, if I crash doing something stupid, that's not that can't count. If I crash because I'm trying something new, low, low to the ground, whatever, that's that's what I'm after. 
You know what I mean? Because if you're doing that, then that means you're pushing it. Yeah, pushing the limits. And so, uh, in other words, if you dumb thumb it on like a forward flip, right. that doesn't count. Yeah, or mechanical failures right. don't count either. Okay. You know, like oh, okay. when something goes wrong. I mean, it's got to be a progressive type flying situation. Jesse, this actually, year is going to be yep. filled with Dan Reed carnage. This is going to be good. Yeah, I'm liking where this is going. Well, the thing, I've got to, you know, damn it, I've got to, you kind of get into that comfort. It's, you know, it's, and what makes it worse is flying alone all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. I because agree. Because you kind of get in, <laughs> you kind of get into that that uh, comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you feel like you lift off and you, it's almost like if you could videotape every flight and then superimpose each flight on top of one another, mm-hmm. it would be identical. It would almost yep. just overlay perfectly. Yeah. I mean, it would be identical. It'd oh. be, it would be lifting off, taking off the same direction, do you know what I mean? Doing a circuit in the same direction. I mean, it would be yep. the same. Yep. Well, and, and one of the other things that I find is the longer you go without crashing, the worse, like mentally, the worse that crash is going to seem like, you know, because let's say you've gone a couple hundred flights and you haven't crashed. Now you're kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't really want to crash because you haven't crashed in so long where if you kind of just, you know what? Oh, I, I was trying something new and I crashed. It's not that big of a deal. I'm going to go out there and get it next time. Mm-hmm. The crashes aren't going to be that huge mental hit or that mental setback where, you know, yeah. go go half a year and not crash and then drive one in. You're going to be like, what? You know, really? what wrong? I haven't crashed in six months. See, that's opposite I think for so. me. I almost get like more scared to crash the longer I haven't crashed. Oh, not me. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like I'm scared to crash the next weekend after I pile one in. <laughs> and then if it's like if well, you pile two in in a short amount of time, oh, geez, mentally write me off for the next well, month. Well, I'm not saying two in a week. I'm saying, you know, I'm saying like if you go eight months without crashing, now all of a sudden, I don't know. It just seems like a bigger hit when when you finally do pile it in. Yeah. But and one final resolution kind of along the line of, well, not necessarily of one of each size, but I want a new Nitro this year. I don't know what. Um, you need a new nitro. My night. There's nothing wrong with my T Rex 700, man. Come on now. I just want. I don't need. Well, give uh, us want. give us something. What What do you think it's going to be? We won't hold you to it. If you got a new nitro, you're good. But just what do you think? There's There's really not a lot of options out there at the moment. NX seven, N seven. I'm th- Mostro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, got, uh, you know, hey, I got to throw it into the pool. No, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I, you know what? I don't know. I'm uh, synergy probably. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. I still think can't it's go the, wrong with the synergy nitros. Yep. I still, Good I, you know, I wish the parts were just a little cheaper. That that's a brand now with the E7 torque tube and the E5, which I have heard. I mean, cheese. When I was looking at that size. Oh, dude, people the thing just, is amazing. People are just, you got to get it. Everyone loves their E5. Everyone does. I wish they were, though. I wish it was a little cheaper. I mean, I get it. You know, I'm but, with you, dude. I, I, I was telling Josh that in Denver at lunch. It's like Synergy is awesome. It's the one brand that I've been looking for an excuse to buy a model from. But I'm just so afraid because it would either be an E5 or it would be a Nitro, both of which I'm going to mm-hmm. fly the crap out of, which also means I'm going to crash the crap yep. out of Yeah, them. but anything is cheaper to crash than that 770. Fair point. 
Yeah. <laughs> not any. Touche. <laughs> not anything, right? Well, like a Logo 800. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But what pretty much think? anything. Justin, I think you should get another rave. Uh, yeah. I did yeah. like that heli. They fly nice. They do. Okay, so I'm sorry, Dan. We went off on a tangent. Was that the end of your resolutions? I, a new I nitro. Think, I think so, yeah. I think so. Am I left? Is that is that it? I, I still got to go, too. Okay, go, Jesse. All right. So my first resolution for 2015, kind of piggybacking off uh, Nick and Dan with the whole sim thing. Um, but I really want to get back to, you know, pushing it, learning those new maneuvers. You know, have a couple crashes from just pushing the limits a little bit too hard and trying to learn that next move. I don't, however, I know you guys are putting down specific numbers for hours of simming. I'm not sure if I want to fall into that trap. The reason being, you know, setting last year, setting that number for the flight count. Um, we, we had mentioned a couple times, you know, how sometimes it just, you're going out to the field to get the flights in. You're going out, you know, they're not the quality... One, you know, 100% quality progressing flights. Um, sometimes you're just, you're going out there, you spend the whole day just banging out flights back to back. So I don't really want to fall into that same trap on the sim where it's like, oh, I got to get 150 hours, got to get 100 hours. Um, but the difference is you're not going to get a huge ball sack at the end of the year uh, if, if yeah. you fall short. <laughs> right? We don't. I mean, who knows? Three months in, you guys could all of a sudden throw that in there, and then I'm screwed. And now I'm sitting here looking at a scrotum for a year. But, all right, let's, I mean, okay, I'll I'll go with, I will, let's match what Nick said. 120, then. Nick said 130. I said 130, yeah. Okay, 130. Okay. All right. And that's roughly, what do we say, 20 minutes 20 a day. 20 minutes a day yeah. for 365 but, days. But let's be clear, that does not mean 20 minutes a day. That means 130 by the end of the year. Oh, yes, yeah, that's yeah, correct. Um, so, so we could do, you know, I could sit down 45 minutes, you know, that, that sort of thing. So yeah. mixing it in whenever, um, d- doing the exact same thing, made a model um, for the iPhone app, and we'll be entering flight time um, for logging my time on the sim. Now, my next resolution is to build a heli trailer in 2015. Yeah. Um, And this is a big one because every time I freaking go to the field with Nick, I just look over there, see him propped up in that trailer with the heaters going. (laughs) He, you know, he even kind of isolates me, even closes the door a little bit because it's freaking cold out, right? He doesn't want that cold air coming into his trailer. So, you know, it's almost like, one person out of the field. And I really, really Aww. want to get that heli trailer. He's <laughs> sitting, sitting in there. Door- you isolationist, yeah. Nick. Yeah, sitting in there with the door. I mean, it'd be a little bit weird if I'm like, open up. We're both both cramming our See, helis in I here. I don't think that's weird at all. And I was actually going to offer that uh, yesterday, except you didn't show. Like a bum. Like Well, like a bum, but it was pouring down rain in Everson. Not where you was it. No, that's fine. Where do, where do I fly? <laughs> I guess I do fly in Bellingham. So good, yeah. good point. Good point. Anyways, so this year is the year for me to build a heli trailer. Uh, mostly just for that convenience, you know, leaving it hooked up uh, to the truck, get something else to drive back and forth to work, and just have that kind of set ready. Um, you know, it'll, it'll sure make the the trips out to the field, and I think quicker because. 
right now, I'm not going to lie, it's a pain to, you know, it takes 20, 20 minutes to pack the truck to head out to the field, get home, got to pull that stuff back out, another 20 minutes. Uh, I just kind of cut that out of the equation. And then also just probably staying at the field longer. I mean, when you're not cold and you're comfortable, you're probably going to hang out there a little bit longer. So a lot longer. (laughs) Yeah. So lots of incentives going for the heli trailer. So I want to get it done uh, this year. My last resolution, and this is, I mean, honestly, guys, I'm already putting one in the win column. And I absolutely swear that when I wrote these up, this the review was not a thing yet, but I wrote, I want to mess around with a micro heli. Definitely not a 250 something smaller. Oh, so is your resolution to keep it? You have to have one at the end okay. of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Have one at the end of the year. I get is what I, I wrote in my resolution to at least buy one and try it, but I will change the re- from what I originally wrote to have one at the end of the year. That's fair. Um, but I, I completely swear I wrote these up like three weeks ago, um, and the review just came about beginning of last week. So completely, I, I had no insight that that was going to well happen. Well done. So, so we will see um, if that does happen, and you know if I do, and we're sitting here in a year, still have. And it doesn't necessarily have to be this micro heli. Maybe this will, you know, put me on like some micro heli craze, and who, who knows which one I'll have. <laughs> but you know, I mean, hey, you never know where it's going to take you. <laughs> And I uh, have like eight of them. Like these are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> a whole fleet. <laughs> what are you gonna do with that nano? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I will. I'll. Yeah, I will have something at the end of next year. And that's that's all I got. Like I said, we'll add something. It sounds like next show, or you know, a little bit more. But for this one, those are my three main resolutions. All right. So. 80 hours of sim time in 2015, equivalent to 15 minutes a day. Of course, not every day. And I'm tracking it just the same as Nick and Jesse and Dan have mentioned in the flight log. Um, Quick point on that. I'm going to continue to keep track of my flight count. We're not going to do a New Year's resolution and a competition for flight count like we did last year. But for those who want to do the same and not wipe out their app, like I think you said you did, Nick, The way I did it was to go in and take all of the models uh, that I had this year and I edited their names to put 2014 in front of them. And then I made new models of the same exact thing, but just saying 2015. And so now this year when I log flights, I will log them against the 2015 models. So it still keeps my total flight count since the beginning of last year. Uh, but it gives me the ability to look at how I flew the whole fleet in 2015 for what it's worth. Uh, Next one is to place at least fifth in one of the three speed classes at the Urcha Speed Cup. Stock, open, and unlimited, my plan is to compete in all three of them with the Goblin Speed, the TDR, and the Diablo Speed, and I would like to place at least fifth in one of them. So not not a dick question, but how many people compete in each class? That's a, it's a very good question because of course five, I, I came I in sixth this to... year oh, out okay. of six, <laughs> out of six. Right? Because so, if there's only five, you know, you might need to up it a little. Right. Bit, okay. And, and so uh, you know, the stock and the open classes tend to have anywhere between ten and twenty people in them. And I'm I'm going to okay. guess that we'll, we'll get to this in the predictions. I'm going to guess that it'll be a bigger year for the Speed Cup uh, mm-hmm. coming up. But the unlimited class last year had six. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we'll 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 just have to see. We yeah, we no, can that, that makes we can come good. up with something at the end of the year there. But my next one is to get at least an uh, one average run speed of 250 kilometers an hour or 155 miles per hour. Nice. So that's average. That's Sweet. not a peak. Okay. And what's your current my, best? My current best on the Goblin Speed, my current best peak is 154.8. I think my current best average is in the mm-hmm. 140s. I got to go back and look at my log. It's been a while okay. since I've looked at it. Um, now the challenge with that one's going to be, do you believe it if it's GPS or not, or does it need to have been logged in the speed cup because they will be using like the official FAI timing. I'm okay with saying it that way. Although I do plan on getting a Doppler GPS system that should eliminate uncertainties in speed measurements, but, but we'll see. Uh, next one still own a 360 class heli at the end of the year. Nice. I think I'm committed to yep. the to to that size. I uh, it's really shown me the light and it's given me the opportunity to get in about 50 or 60 flights in the last month or two that I would not have been able to if I was still only flying my big helis. So that's a big deal. Next is and this will be my final one until next week, build and fly a night ship. Oh, yeah. Like traditional night ship, right? Yeah, like one with LEDs on it. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm really interested in in at least starting out, like getting my feet wet by doing it with the chase, doing like a little Mm -hmm. night setup just to see how it works. You've never had a night. I've never owned a true classic night ship. Oh, I want to add one. I want to add one. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, you go, (laughs) Nick. What? You want to add a night ship one too? Yeah. No, okay. I want to have a full-on dedicated night ship. Okay, well, I'm not going to call mine dedicated because my thought is I can probably come up with a way to swap things out. It may be a bit of a pain in the butt, but I think I can do it. But okay. I will have a night ship. Build and fly. You've never owned, you've never flown one at night, have you? Well, I've flown in spotlights, but I've not flown with LEDs. No. Gotcha. Yeah, same here. Yep. Nice. Good one. I like that one. All right. Does that that wrap yours up? That wraps me up. Interesting. So we'll see how it it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we have predictions. And I'm going to start because I'm pretty proud of my uh, Avant prediction came true. Oh, you're right, dude. That's true. What was it? That it won't be available to the general public, and only a select few people will have it. Uh but is now, it? Is it? It is available to the general public, but still, is it in stock anywhere? Uh, I, don't I don't know where you buy dude. it. Exactly. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> Where so like do you one. buy it? Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. A-Main. And it's in it. stock. Oh, oh they, you fail. Uh, I, yeah. I don't consider that a fail. 
<laughs> He's like, but it kind of is. Well, you you keep your count, and we'll keep ours. <laughs> yeah. Second, secondly, Nick and I both made this one, and I don't know how exactly right it is, but we were talking about Beast X will kind of try to revamp itself in 2014, and it they they did kind of, but I don't think it worked. I think it was a personally. I would say it, it was a huge fail. Yeah. So yeah, they I mean, came they out just, with the the micro beast plus. Yeah, it, they tried, but they didn't. No, they mm. didn't. And um, I think I think that's it for my predictions. Wow, pretty lackluster. Oh, for yeah. two, a little light. Oh, not over two. Can't. I mean, you gotta give me some credit, right? Yeah. The okay. I guess. we'll give you like half a point for the B stacks. I couldn't. I couldn't predict whether their uh, try was going to be successful or not. Just that they were going to try. Yeah, they that's did try. True. You're okay, fair. That's, that's true. true. You they get gave one. It a shot. Yeah. Okay. I still think the Avant is a valid. <laughs> it's half. I mean, only a select few will have it. Yes, but it is available. It's available to the general public. It's a unicorn. Yeah, and I don't know very many people that have it that aren't on the team. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just being honest. Yeah, yeah, to be truthful. Yeah. Most of the people mm-hmm. that I know that have had them are, are on the team. So who's next? Okay, who go over there I got mine. Uh, mine were, uh, one of mine was quadcopters from Align, Thunder Tiger, and Small Companies. Nailed win, it. Win, win, Yep. All of them have done it. Yep. Yeah. So Good call, I'll, dude. I'll mark, mark a point there. Uh, I called a new Nitro from Thunder Tiger. Uh, that's a fail. They Didn't still happen. need it. They, they still need it. They do need it, yeah. <laughs> like an yeah. E700 version oh, of the Nitro, like an yes. N700. Yes. Yes. Give it to me. Um, so that was a fail. Uh, I called that 14S would be the new standard power system. Yeah, and i i don't I don't think mm. that I can take that one. I it's kind of wishy washy. I think it is more standard, but it is not the standard. It's not the yes, standard. Yeah. I would agree. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one as a fail. Okay. Um. Uh. Here's a huge win: a surge of new 450 size. Ding oh, ding, yeah. ding ding ding. Yes. Yeah. As Big we, one there. Uh. Every uh, major brand has released one. That's right. So, yep, I'm going to take that one for a big win. Uh, I called that there would be a new Beast X, and I even wrote down here, new Beast X, that's a hit. Oh. So that would be a <laughs> big fail. That one, yeah. Yep, and my last one was a fail also. I said that Mikado would have a new fly barless system. Unfortunately, I think I was a year early with that prediction. Well, you also mm-hmm. said that they they may not have it out, but they would at least announce it, which they have not done yet. No, they haven't announced it yet either. If you would have just said Mikado will have a new something, you could have taken won. credit. Yep. Yeah, with yep. the, the V-Control. I didn't see the V-Control coming. I did not see that one coming. No, I don't think all. many people did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was me. All right, I'll go. I just had a couple. So my first one was that 2014 was going to be all about the Nitro. 
pretty sure I went out on a limb and said there will be three new 50 or 90 size nitro kits mm-hmm. released. And then that wasn't even far enough. You guys made me throw out brand names. So I said a line, goblin, and compass. And I'm pretty sure I struck out. <laughs> I think, I don't even think a line came out with a new nitro. They didn't even no. do like I mean, upgrade I, number I, 79 of the exactly. 700 nitro. I really thought at least one of those, com- you know, a line, I didn't think they were going to let me down because they're always coming out with stuff. But I struck out on all accounts um, on that prediction. And then my second one was electric helis are going to get lighter instead of that kind of, you know, last year it was the high head speed beating them up. Um, it didn't really matter what weight they were. Um, companies were going to start trying to make them a lot lighter. Now, I feel like this did happen a little bit. Um, some of the newer airframes are slightly lighter, but I don't think it's the trend. I feel like the more of the trend is making helis stronger like a lot of the the newer helis that are coming out have you know bigger spindles bigger mains uh just overall beefier and stronger to take the higher forces and you know yeah. flying style i think you should give yourself a little more a little, credit. little more credit yeah yeah because like the forza came out very mm-hmm. light e700 very light even the but yeah. e700 I don't think the, was here in 2013 yeah that yeah one that's was before. fair I mean, there, it's definitely not the, oh, we can put whatever we want on a heli because people run it at 2,400, 2,500 yeah, RPMs. that's so that, true. That is, so that, in that regards, um, the, you know, the head speeds are coming down. That That is past a little, you know, slightly. It's not the focus anymore. Um, yeah, so but I still think, may, I think maybe I'm with you, bit, Nick. But, I think he can take credit because, I mean, Charlie released the Evolution and that's lighter, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Take I'd a point, a Jesse. Take yeah. a point. All right, one one point. And so uh, that that was all I had, though. Just two. We one out of two. Just when you thought that the guys at Soko Heli Tools had pushed setup methodology to the absolute state of the art, they come out with yet another innovation. In combination with their Soko Helical, which fits all sizes and all brands of helis. They've recently announced the Soko Heli Tools mobile app. This app greatly simplifies your setup by completely eliminating the need for a level working surface or main shaft. Available in stores soon for Android and Apple devices, this new mobile software will do everything that your original Soko kit did, but with the added benefit of all measurements, calculations, and directions in one easy-to-use app. When you're ready to kick it up a notch with your heli setup, visit the SoCo team at www.soco-heli-tools.com and check it out. SoCo Heli Tools, next generation setup. So, I'm gonna, I had a ton of them. I'm going to go through them quick, but I wanted to start out with 2014 listener predictions because Dan last year read off a couple of listener predictions, and two in particular were spot on for me. Uh, a listener by the name of Darkside3D in our forums predicted that I would purchase a multi-rotor for FPV. Ding, ding, ding. Nailed it. I've got the little 250 FPV oh, that's quad right. racer. Like right before the finish yep, line. Right before the it. end of the year, right? He also predicted that by the end of the year, I would own a Goblin Speed. Oh, wow. Nice. The guy's like a visionary. I really, if you're listening, <laughs> dude, tell us what you think your predictions are for 2015. 
because I really like I'd like to see how close you get or whether it was a fluke. And then as far as personal predictions, I predicted that Gowie would release a Nitro 700 and X7. So I got that one check. I predicted that KDS would release an Agile 8.2 fail. Yep. Compass would release an 8HV fail. I predicted there would be more 800-class helis and blades. Uh, Now, I don't think I win on the 800-class helis, but we have seen a number of uh, brands come out. Well, I guess we can call it Zeal and Hmm. SAB have come out with 750 and 800-class blades. I don't know if you guys want to give it to me or not. doesn't bother me either way. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a second point then. This one, this this next one was pretty good though. Another 3D multi rotor release. Oh yeah. So yeah. we got Bobby with the Invertix, and then more recently, what's that one called? The Flip 3D. Yep. Uh, and yeah. and Dan, I think you even said, "No way, dude! It's gonna die." I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. People are gonna wake up and realize that this is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I, I predicted 16s would be more common. Epic fail. I predicted there would be a be- the beginning of a speed heli revolution. I'm going to take a win on that one. Yeah. New releases and or announcements by other brands of speed helis. And I think I can take a win on that because Bodos released the E7 speed canopy kit. Yeah. And whether or not they intended it to happen, the Forza has been adopted as a stock class speed heli. Well, and a line calls theirs the speed. Oh, that's a good point. You're right. And Gowie released their X7 Boom Cover Speed Edition or whatever it's called. It's all the rage right now. Yeah. And then in terms of predictions for U3, I said Dan will own an MR, a (laughs) multi-rotor. He bought that (laughs) hook, line, and sinker. That's his, like, livelihood now. Right? Yep. Yep. Jesse's going to spend another $800 on multi-rotors. Don't think so. Failed. Didn't happen. And Nick yeah. will still have the Blade 700X. Bail. Fail. You let Bail. me down, dude. Very close. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So who wants to go first for their predictions for 2015? I'll go. Okay. So I am going to predict a... I kind of mentioned it before. I'm going to predict a new V-Bar. And I think that it is going... Uh, an actual physical flybarless unit a new different design it's not going to be a mini it's not going to be a full size i think it's going to be an all-in-one unit uh i think it, it's going to be stupid expensive but yet is pretty much going to dominate they're still going to sell ton. <laughs> i think they're good it's just going to dominate everyone's going to bite <laughs> yep uh i think that a line is going to Continue to decline in popularity. Ooh, yep. Hmm. Now, how do we how do we how do we measure that? 
Well, okay. Can you do you think that a line declined in popularity this year? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just I, a, I, you don't have to it's a, it. It's a perception. I I buy that. Yeah, yep. I think it did. I think for it did. reasons of of lack of ingenuity and creativity, and they just don't have that the flair anymore. The so the customer support to fall back on. Yeah. You know, we were talking I think that you can get away with not being groundbreaking uh if you're consistent if you have a good customer, you know, manufacturer relationship. Yeah, uh, I mean, oh, I mean like Synergy. Okay, they're not putting out anything. Oh my gosh, we've never seen that before. It's crazy. But Matt and Amy are great. They're always there. They're always there to ask questions mm-hmm. so people stick with them. So yep. I think yep. that's why a line will continue to decline. Uh I yep. Foresee a big. I foresee a increase in the five hundred size. Five hundred so millimeter. Five hundred millimeter. So blade. before you go any further, I am so sick and tired of making that clarification that I am going to put out a mandate. As of now, and forever after, when we, RC Heli Nation, talk about. Heli sizes, we are referring to the number of millimeters in the blades. What about 450? I, w- I would say, unless you say a line 500. Unless you call it an line 500. Else, yeah. I want the new 450s Otherwise, to be else. called a 360 class. And oh, just okay. like Logo called their 480 a 480 because it runs 480 millimeter Need. blades, right? The Align 500 is a 425. Okay. We'll just shoo a line naming right out the yeah, window. Yeah, because okay. they're on a decline anyway, right? You just said that. <laughs> All right. So there we go. <laughs> let it be written. Let, let it, be, it be written. There we go. A line naming no longer holds true. We are not bound by those rules. Okay. So, yes, an increase in the 500 size class. I think Compass is going to put out a new one. Um, uh, I'm not sure. Synergy's going to put out a new small heli. Like, I, I feel that. I'm just not sure if it's a 360 or if it's a 500. Hmm. I feel like it's going to be a 500. Uh, all brands, and, and I mean all bigger brands, should I say, will have three-bladed head options. Aww. You do all of them. Mine. Yeah, took uh, mine. <laughs> a line will have one. Compass will have one. Uh, Thunder Tiger will have one. Gowie will have one. All of the the big major brands will have three bladed options. I think it's going to continue uh, through 2015 with that trend. That's my predictions on my 2015 prediction. So, like I mentioned, Nick, much like yours, the three bladed head will continue to gain popularity, and the option will become available for. You know many different helis, and I'm not going to say it's going to be more popular than the traditional two-bladed head, but it will be something that we see much more often um, at fun flies and you know that sort of thing. The second thing is, I feel like there's going to be this. This is the year for the battery technology jump. Um, it's in in my opinion. I think it's kind of what's holding back the power systems a little bit on electric helicopters. And I really feel like there's going to be some sort of wall busted down this year, uh, whether they're you know going to stay the same weight, get more dense, uh, more energy dense, uh, 
actually achieve higher C ratings, um, not just claim higher C, C ratings like we've seen in the industry. Um, so we'll see. Maybe even go higher there. voltages. I mean, we've started to see the beginning of yeah. that with some manufacturers. Yep, yep. Just there, there's going to be something where I feel like at, well, I guess we're going to, it would have to go a long ways to say, oh, the batteries aren't holding us back anymore. Now it's motors. But, you know, I, I don't think it's going to go that far, but we're going to close the gap. Nice. In some in some significant way. Now, my next prediction is with the whole like multi rotor craze, and every, I, I feel like there's a lot of new people getting introduced to the hobby, kind of through multi rotors, and you know it's just getting more media and attention. So there's this whole rush of people kind of joining the RC hobbies, and I feel to take advantage of this, we're gonna see an increase in like autopilot fly barless system, some sort of, basically there's all these people that are coming in learning how to fly multi-rotors, which are very simple to fly. And now they're going to want to start flying heli. So I feel like to appeal to that market, that whole f- rush of new people, they're going to make the helis a lot easier to fly as well. So some more, uh, I guess a more focus on, yeah, autopilot features, self-level, that that whole big push so that now all these new pilots coming in can just easily adapt to helis and start flying. And then my last prediction is the Velos 880 will still not be released to the public. <laughs> and, oh, and, oh. and will still be going through rigorous testing and part updates. And bastard, you bastard. You stole Dan's. <laughs> So that's uh, that's what I'm predicting for 2015. We'll see. Ouch! I think next year I'm going to go first because two of my that's, predictions. That's why I just jumped in. Dan. All right, I, you got to learn to be on the deal, fly. Dan. I've got a ton of them, so you go next, and then if you steal one of mine, I'll still have enough to to be covered. <laughs> okay. Well, my first prediction kind of plays off. What Jesse had mentioned um, about the influx of people into the hobby, and I—it's got nothing to do with uh, you know easier autopilot systems. But I think that 2015 is going to be the year of safety concerns, and I think that 2015 is also going to bring some sort of drastic change to our hobby, and not necessarily for the good. I just think that there's too much going on right now, and um, I think that we um, are going to see some adverse effect uh, due to that influx of new folks and issues Mm -hmm. that have nothing to do with hot helicopters, but the people that make the rules don't see it that way, right? Blanket coverage. Yep. Uh, then uh, of course I also I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it anyway because Nick already said it, but I also think that uh, they're gonna this this year is gonna be the year of the three bladed head. It's definitely a trending thing, and a lot of people are looking at or looking looking for that. I also think that um, uh, this year we're gonna see they're gonna be more helicopter more heli- cheaper helicopters available because of the increase. In hobbyists, the there's going to be um, I don't know there's going to be reason for more introductory level 
cheaper helicopters and kind of goes along the lines of the four you know the 400 size but more affordable you mean not like more more mall kiosk helicopters right right more affordable i mean quality helicopters at a lesser price and and, you know we're starting to see more and more manufacturers come out that we hadn't really heard of you know like uh, we were talking about the what's that one the soak socos or no the uh yes and then the oxy oxy you know i mean we're going to start seeing a lot of those european manufacturers kind of cross over into the states become more popular that's a pretty good one i like that. that's good also I, I can't help but agree again with nick's assessment online we haven't heard anything from them in the heli world so to speak and uh it just you know it's like um if you look back to the the good old days of the raptor 90 when the when thunder tiger was on top other people started coming in and they didn't really do anything. They didn't change anything. They just kind of fell to the wayside, you know? Yep. History repeats itself. So I think, I think you're right on that one. The, the big one, I always like to put out the, uh, unicorns. And of course, uh, uh, Jesse stole that one from me, but, uh, I, I agree 100% with that one. The Velos unicorn. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna, it's, yeah. it's not gonna, I, I do think though, I would predict I'm going to change it up a little bit because I uh, kind of incl- am inclined to that the Avant is going to become more and more available through this year. That's fair. You think so? I think that it's at its peak I right think now. it's got to become more and more available, <laughs> right? And popular. You think it's at its peak? You think it's on, yeah. on its way down from here? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think so that Does was, that mean uh, like by the end of the year, the team guys aren't even going to have it? Uh yeah, but some of those team guys have like Jason Bell. I mean, they he's stuck through Avant. Yeah, for the whole deal. Mm-hmm. But I I just I think that it peaked already, and unfortunately, and God, I hate to say this, but very unfortunately, until Jr. realizes that you can can't sell a kit cheap and charge astronomical parts prices i think that they're they have kind of peaked too Ooh, hmm. which is a bummer because from what i've heard the Ford is a really nice yep. heli but it didn't it didn't grab because the parts are just i mean you can't make them more expensive than goblin it doesn't work like that i have one final prediction and i think that futaba is going to come out with another radio this year Along the lines of the 10J for the 14. Oh, yeah. yeah nice. That's a good dude. Great one. So a 14J or, or yep. something like that. Something along those lines, yeah. Yeah, nice. yep. and I will pre-order that bitch. That does it for me, Justin. Let's hear what you got. Okay, so I'll start out easy. I think Gowie's going to keep going with their awesome release schedule and bring an 800 electric to the market. Whether that's a stretch of the X7 or it's a brand new X8, I'm not sure. But I think by the end of the year, you'll be able to fly a Gowie out of the box on 750 to 800 millimeter blades. I think Goblin is going to release a 700 Nitro. Uh, I look at what SAB has done in the last two years, which is nothing short of absolutely amazing and spectacular. And they have released every major class that I can think of right now in my head, except for two, a nitro and a multi-rotor. And I think SAB is going to stay true to their pod and boom heritage and not do a multi-rotor. 
because I feel like that would dilute the brand. So they're going to release a nitro. They're going to start up an SAP multi-rotor division. You know, that could be a prediction. I'm not going to do it, but I think they're going to come out with a 700 nitro. Next, Synergy is going to release a 360 class heli. Bodos, please, please do it, dude. (laughs) I think that would be awesome. And I think it would round out that class. Yeah. Okay couple of more interesting ones i think speed is officially going to take the u.s by storm i think by the end of 2015 we're going to have seen multiple competitions i think we're going to start to see pros getting in on it um i i think it's going to become a whole new sector of of the pod and boom hobby i think a fly barless company is going to go under I don't know which one it is, but I think by the end of 2015, we will be one less fly barless company in the hobby. Wow. Hmm. Yep. Next, 250 hmm. FPV racing will be a new official class. I think that's going to pop up everywhere. I think we're going to see it at Fun Flies. We may even see it at like Urcha. Kind of, you know, they did the K- KDS Sky Hero races. I bet you at Urcha or another big event, we're going to do 250 FPV racing. Which That'd be cool. They, they could set up an obstacle course yeah. uh, on one of the other sites. Wouldn't that be awesome? I've, Dude, I completely agree. It's going to get It's going to be huge, dude. I mean, they're already little local groups working on rules and regulations and stuff. Just in their own little pockets of people. All right, final one for the for the hobby. KDS is either going to release a speed machine or forsake Pod and Boom entirely and go all Sky Hero. Oh wow, oh. that's a good one. I that's think you're right one. too. It I I would hate to see it happen, but man, with the way that multi rotors are going and the popularity that the Sky Hero platform has. In terms of affordable stuff that just works, it's rugged, it can be FPV'd, raced, and used for uh, aerial photography and video, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I got a feeling. Okay, now now those, those were my industry predictions, guys, but I got predictions for each of you. Is, is it time to go over that? Do you guys have personal predictions? Oh, we can make some up real quick. Okay. Yeah, I guess oh, so. Yeah. I can always so do that. as a result of his newfound wealth, Jesse will go on a buying spree, resulting in an entirely <laughs> new and awesome heli and an expensive radio. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. I hope you're right. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm counting on you. <laughs> go tell your employer on day one, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan will not fly nitro by the end of 2015. And will own a 750 or 800 class electric. What? Yep. And Dan will also try out, like, and settle down with a new fly barless system. Other than, yep. uh, you mean away from Icon? Away from Icon. Yep. Yep. Anything. Yep. It, it could be V-Bar. It could be the new Mikado. Anything. But not Icon. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Nick, Ready? Yep. Oh, shit. Nick Nick will still 
only have two E700s as a stable fleet and will aimlessly buy and sell into and out of the third fleet spot in search of something that doesn't exist. (laughs) I think that is actually very fair. He will also buy at least one more radio in search of a similarly elusive something. (laughs) So would that... Okay. So that would count if they did come out with a 14J, then you would be right. Okay, I'll take that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Or if somebody comes or if somebody comes out with something comparable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No specifics, but I, I think that's gonna be the case. But hey, look, it's a little bit of a knock on you, Nick, but I still think you're gonna have those E seven hundreds. Oh, I think that's very fair. <laughs> you gotta Accurate. have the E seven hundreds. It is the most consistent thing you have ever had in your hobby other than inconsistency a whole year yes, you know that's that? crazy that's the f- a whole I mean, the only year. thing you've done longer than that is like breathe sleep and shit <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. yeah that's that's awesome <laughs> okay that's what i got i'm gonna say that by the end of 2015 dan will be flying v-bar Oh, okay. Uh, I think that Jesse will actually still be flying Compass. Now, you I mean think that on you the team have... or just own a Compass? Uh, on the okay. team. I think that he will have wanted to. He will have done a ton of research to get away from it. But I just don't think that... Uh, I don't think that he's going to be wowed by something enough to spend the money that it's going to take to make it happen. Interesting. Fair enough. Let's see. I think that Justin will own some sort of, have owned some sort of nitro and some sort of fuel helicopter. And and same concept, Justin, in an effort to try and convince himself that he needs and or wants one and then end up and then getting rid of it. Yeah, because I just don't to fill a hole that's not there. Fair. Um, I think that you will definitely continue with the speed thing. Uh, I think that you're going to get even more. uh, Boutique in your fleet. I think that if it's not boutique, it's not going to be of that much interest. Oh wow! Mm. Even even take <laughs> keep, continue in the direction that you're going. Of uh, uh, this is going to sound mean, but the elitist stuff. Okay, if that if that makes fair. Sense. Yeah. Um, and I think that Dan will probably buy one new helicopter, but. I just don't think that that, yeah. Yeah, he'll probably buy one new 700. Uh, and it, I think it'll probably be fuel. I, th- I would say that I think it'll be fuel, but I, th- I think that you'll have the same electrics at the end of the year. Nice. I think you're probably right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So first, I'm predicting for Nick that you will purchase... And keep and still have in your possession a Nitro Heli, whether that be 50 or 90, in 2015. And and you'll still have it by the end of 2015. Okay. Justin 
I predict that you will sell a that you'll go the opposite of what Nick's saying. You will sell a speed heli and end up with another ninety size or larger three D heli Ooh. that you're going to slightly get sucked back. Not not all the way. You'll definitely still be in the speed scene, but you'll kind of realize you're missing the three D a little bit, and you'll get a more traditional ninety. 90 size 3D uh, heli. That's fair. I like that. And then Dan. Dan, by the end of this year, dude, we're going to be calling you the 250 size multi-rotor <laughs> FPV racer. Because let me tell you, that is your thing. Jeez. Dude, you, uh, I, the, I just got this image of like Dan sitting there on his scooter with like yeah. the red Baron hat. You know, like the the leather yeah. thing with the ear flaps, <laughs> and he's got his FPV goggles on and a yeah, fan in front of him, so his scarf there. blows behind him. And he's just bombing through yeah. obstacle courses. Screw it. Yeah. He's yeah, like I, sitting I there, and he's doing all the of thing that. like the kids do with the video games. He's like bobbing and <laughs> weaving with yeah, his controller. He's moving the transmitter, <laughs> yeah. But you're forgetting one thing. You're forgetting that the end of it is him screaming at it screaming. and cussing yes, at it. Right. What the fuck was that? I didn't do that. I Who made it do that? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Dan, that's going to be your thing, dude. Better get yep. ready. <sighs> All righty. Well, I think that uh, I'll start with Nick. I don't. I can't imagine Nick sticking with one brand of heli for another year. I think his E700s are going to be replaced with another stable. Ooh, what what stable though? I I I, have, I, I don't know because he's going to I have a feeling that uh, so basically at the end of the year the E700s are gone will be replaced with something else. I'll tell you one. How about this? As of right now, do you want my my joke of the day? Sure. The only one that I could say as of right now, if you said, you know what, you have to hand over the E700s, uh, and this is not one that you would oh, expect. Oh, can I make a prediction before you say it? Yeah, go Logo. ahead. Hell no. Okay. All right, I failed. I just wanted <laughs> no, to shoot it that's, out there. <laughs> that's, I'll tell you now, that is a fail. Okay. No way. Uh, it would probably be Goblin. Wow! Oh, wow! For uh, the the only reasons being reliability, simplicity, and parts consistency and availability. That's a very I would for make, a stable fleet spot that makes a lot of sense. That does that? I would sacrifice that. I do not like the way that they look. Uh, or I do not like the way that they look in the air for consistency because I love that about my E700. So that is something now that is permanently embedded in So me. what you're saying is we're going to be seeing a lot of naked goblins flown at Funflies this year. <laughs> no canopies will be seen. Okay. <laughs> Only on the bench. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. All right, Jesse, I don't think we'll be flying Compass at the end of the year. I think he'll own a compass, but I don't think he'll be flying compass. I mean, on the team. Okay. Really? Yeah, I just, I feel it's been a while. And now that uh, he's uh, done with school, has a steady income, I think he's going to want to explore his uh, heli tendencies a little bit. Get a little crazy. A little bit of juice. So, (laughs) in able to do that, he's going to have to uh, drop the team. Uh, so he can 
try other stuff. So drop out. the team, but maybe keep a heli. Yeah, you'll keep. You'll, okay. you'll you like your compass. You're going to stick with your compass, but I think you're going to want to try other stuff. And now that you're going to be able to afford to do that, I think you will. Boy, Justin, I, you know, I. Where do you go, with Justin? Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, what the hell? <laughs> you've got everything there is. So what else can you do? I mean, other than, uh, I don't. I do not think you're going to have a. Uh, fuel heli at the end of the year. I I think you're gonna keep going down your, um, uh, speed track that you're on. Mm-hmm. I think you like that, and I don't. I do not think that you're gonna even be too concerned about the 3D stuff anymore. Oh man! I think you're gonna be satisfied with your uh 360, and you're just gonna leave it leave it at that. You're gonna get your fill of your. 3D stuff with your 360. So are you, are you saying then the 770 goes away? Uh, yeah, I mean... you No I, 700 or 800 class 3D helis? I No, I think you'll probably keep the 770 because you really like it. But I don't think your focus is going to be completely on, on speed stuff. So, I mean, basically nope. you'll fly that big one just to take a break or experience something else mm-hmm. for a few minutes. But then it's back to the speed stuff. Okay. And um, I, as much as I hate to admit it, uh, the 360 will be in your fleet at the end of the year. Nice. You will, nice. Keep, you will keep it all year. Awesome. Nice. I do believe. Well, that, uh, that was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see how that pans out. I don't, should be even more fun in a year. <laughs> I do not. I do not quite gra- understand the the um, Dan flying V bar. Um, I don't. I don't know where that's coming from. You haven't seen I think the it makes yet, a lot Dan. of sense. You'll see. <laughs> I, I do. You'll see. I think You'll it makes see. a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I, we'll I, see. I, that was tons of fun. I think yep. it's. Uh, yeah. We got more in store, as Nick alluded to. Next yep. episode. Yep. Big episode Huge. next week, guys. Yep. yep. Absolutely. So we're going to wrap this one up real quick, but before we do, if I wanted to send uh, an email to you, Nick, how would I do that? Uh, you'd send me an email at nick at rchelynation.com. Justin? You can send me an email at justin at rchelynation.com or catch me on Facebook as Justin Pucci. Jesse? And you could send me an email to jesse at rchelynation.com or on Facebook as well. I'm Dan. You can reach me at dan at rclnation.com. Dan K. Reed on the forums. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, just a real quick mention, uh, shirts, and we've got a few more things coming in, uh, I believe, to the store here shortly. Just a little teaser. Uh, so keep an eye out there for a few additional things that we're considering bringing in. Uh, check out the Facebook page, Constantly Growing. And, of course, if you want to have a conversation with a Another heli guy, you can go to our webpage. You've got the uh, chat box up front. Newsletter will be coming out the same morning this show comes out. Yep. Jesse's got some uh, some uh, information that he's going to let you guys in on, kind of a teaser towards what we're planning for this year's competition. Yeah, and just kind of opening up the, the new year in general, you know, first newsletter of the year. So Absolutely. And, uh, of course, next week is going to be a big show. We're going to be talking about um, we've mentioned it a few times, giving you a few teasers. We're going to finally fill you guys in on that. So you are aware of what's happening there. And, uh, we're going to see how that plays out. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. <clears throat> You're going to be able to follow along with us, um, uh, keep a good idea of what we're doing and, uh, hopefully see some improvement on, in your own flying. 
Yeah, and while it won't be next episode, it will be in the next few. Uh, RCHN3, our third annual Fun Fly, will be held again this year, and we are going to be announcing location and dates here hopefully in the next month or so. Uh, And I think there's going to be a lot of uh, exciting new stuff coming along with that, so stay tuned. Alrighty, guys, this has been episode 169. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, and uh, we'll see you next Monday. Let's do this new year. Yeah, later, guys. Happy New Year, guys. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation, LLC, and is brought to you by SoCo Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Blade Helicopters, BK Servos, Revelectrics USA, and... Rotary Wing RC. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email.